What is up, Ecan Nation? Welcome to a new edition of our Ecan Outlap, our preview podcast. It is episode 61, September the 12th, 2023, and we are talking about the event that both myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole will be traveling to this weekend. It is the Race Rotex U.S. Trophy Final, September 15th to the 17th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. A lot to talk about over the uh, the categories and what should be a fantastic weekend. But let's get things underway with this preview podcast by introducing our presenting sponsor for the show, Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Leading Edge Motorsports is an official OTK USA and Tony Kart dealer and race team. LEM is trackside at the Scusa Pro Tour, Florida Winter Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Stars Championship Series, California Pro Kart Challenge, and other high-profile events. Contact us today to book your spot under the tent. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more information or find them on Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. All right, David Cole, let's get into this game here. We are only a couple days away. It's Tuesday right now. We both traveled down to Newcastle and Indianapolis on Thursday, second edition of the Race Rotax U.S. Trophy Final. And uh, from all everything we're hearing, everything we're seeing, this is good. This race is going to be significantly bigger than last year. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, it's a good percentage larger. We're in the triple digits in terms of entry numbers, so that's massive for yeah. for the event. That, as you said, is in a second edition. You know. We used to have in the past the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals, which was kind of the big gathering of Rotaxians from across the country to uh, to have that one big race. So, so very similar to what we see with Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. So it's this is very much a very similar uh, type event. It's ironically at the same facility, <laughs> right. uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana. But uh, it's focused around the Rotax engine pat- platform. And that's something that's been going on <clears throat> dating back to the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, not only here in the United States, but around the world and um, continues to hold one of the major events in the world. That is the Rotax Grand Finals every year. So uh, that is kind of the ultimate goal. Uh, not a, not saying the winning at the U.S. Trophy Final is not an accomplishment, but uh, winning tickets to the Rotax Grand Finals is is the ultimate goal. Yeah, kind of what David laid out there, you know, for, for the many years through the mid-2000s and, and the early 2010s when rock, Rotax was kind of rocking and rolling, the big Rotax Grand Nationals every year were always 200-plus. The event traveled around the country. It was that big one-off event for all the drivers who ran Rotaxes, they would all qualify to come to this race to find out who's going to come on top as the grand national champion for Rotax racers, a great concept. And they're being brought back again by the guys at J3 competition. They're of course behind uh, the race Rotax program, the U S trophy West, the U S trophy East series. Uh, A lot of that news is going to be coming out this coming weekend uh, regarding the West and East series programs for 2024. Uh, but David, yeah, this is a big event, right? Not only are you going for glory for just the, the race itself, but you want to be part of whatever national team, Team USA, Team Canada, whatever it means. Because when you eventually head to the Rotex Grand Finals, it is, uh, we call it the Olympics of karting for sure. Just so many drivers from so many nations all coming together one place to find out who is the essentially unofficial world champion of Rotex. Uh, that that is the, uh, the the uniqueness of the Rotax Grand Finals is you're going there representing your country. So you're not representing a race team. You're not representing uh, a chassis brand or a manufacturer. Yeah. You're actually representing your country and yourself. So uh, it's a unique opportunity to to be part of it. You can't, you know, nobody can buy their way in. You have to earn your way in. And you know, tickets are are earned through on track performances, and and that's the only way you're able to compete at this. So it's a it's a different type. We call it the Olympics of karting um, and, and because it feels that way with over 50 to 60 countries yeah. that uh, are involved in the program and involved in the grand finals and drivers who who come from all these different countries to compete at the event. So, uh, again, it's, a, it's certainly a unique uh, program that we have in our sport. So, David, the event moving into the middle of September this year and, and just a quick look at the weather. Mm-hmm. It's looking really good. We're talking, you know, mid mid 70s, sunny and 75, sunny and 76, maybe some cloud cover I'm seeing on my phone here for Saturday. But otherwise, could you ask for much better weather in mid 70s and, and sunny? 
Yeah, I have thirty percent chance of rain on Sunday, so that's the only negative looking no, at it. But the temperature we're going by my phone. I know we'll go by your phone. <laughs> uh, the, that's the only negative that I see. Uh, but okay. yeah, I mean, we had very similar weather to that. I think it was maybe in the sixties and sunny yeah. all weekend Beautiful. Uh, when we were there last year in, uh, in October, which was after the Cup Carts uh, event. That of course had probably rain. Well, actually, it didn't have rain last year. That's no, it didn't. Um, so. Um, so yeah, that, uh, yeah. So we'll good weather at Newcastle. It's definitely, it's way better than say July or August. hundred (laughs) percent. So Newcastle Motorsports Park, as we know, holds so many fantastic major events has done for many, many years. They held the U S Rotex grand nationals that we were talking about, uh, back in 2010, David running what reverse national this, this weekend. Yeah. Same as last year, the reverse national layout. So, um, it's, you know, you, you've been on it. I haven't been able to go on it. I keep saying it's probably the best layout. I know Mark Dismore didn't lay it out this way (laughs) and made made to run it in the counterclockwise direction, but the clockwise direction just seems to race a little bit better and have provide a little bit more exciting finishes. Um, I I certainly like it. Uh, I can't wait to to try it out this weekend in a DD2 test run that uh, J3 competition and race Rotax will be providing. So um, I prefer it. And and I think they're going to, instead of having the, the finish line like they did last year on the big straight, uh, the long pond straightaway, I think they'll move it back to the original uh, finish line, which is right there in front of the racer's grill. Fires things up, coming to those, those final couple of corners for sure. David, let's have a look at the event schedule for those of you who will be tuning in again. The, the For coverage, it'll be on Cart Chaser. Myself and Henry Baudet will be doing the uh, uh, play-by-play for that. Uh, so you can be able to watch on Cart Chaser. Uh, or listen, of course, on the ECAN Radio Network. We'll have live audio streaming throughout the entire weekend. Unofficial practice, five sessions on Thursday. Official practice kicking off on Friday, David. But again, a little different, right? Four sessions of eight minutes, and then we'll cap it off with extended sessions uh, of 13 minutes each. Yeah, again, you want to you want to try and get some race pace uh, and understand some se- you know settings that you'll need or setups that you'll need for a longer run. Because when we get into the heat racing, uh, three rounds of it on Saturday after qualifying, uh, you're going to be on track for at least that 13 minute period yeah. because we're going to have 10 minute heat races plus two laps. So, so they'll have a time clock there at the finish line. They'll mark it uh, or they'll set it for 10 minutes for every race. Once it gets to that 10 minute mark, they'll bring out the the white flag for the leaders next time by, and that'll be that'll decide uh, every race. So again. I like the format very similar to what we see in, in supercross motocross and all that. Uh, I like that format. Cause then you kind of, it, it depends on weather, you know, whether it, it doesn't mess up the, the time period or time Agreed. schedule, yeah. you're, you're locked into that 10 minutes. So, uh, it, it makes it interesting and kind of keeps the drivers, uh, more alert as to what's going on because, you're kind of watching the clock each time you go by, <laughs> right. you know, figuring out, okay, yeah. when's the white flag coming? I got to set up my move or, or be able to get a, a different position to be able to, uh, to, to attack. So um, that's going to be, that, that was pretty exciting last year to watch that. Uh, it worked pretty well and uh, excited to see how it unfolds here. And then Sunday addition uh, of the pre-final, I don't believe we had the pre-finals last year. I think we I just think had we two heats in a, in a pre-final on Saturday. So we're going to move the, the pre-finals into Sunday, add that. So those will be 12 minutes long, plus two laps, uh, 10 minutes long and two laps for the cadet divisions. And then we'll get into the main events, which will be 16 minutes plus two laps or 13 minutes plus two laps. Yeah. So Saturday warm up qualifying three heat races, Sunday warm up pre-final finals. We'll see how it all shakes down when it's all said and done tickets again to the uh, Rotax grand finals up for grabs for those who first and foremost, for those who raced in the USF uh, US uh, Trophy East and West series, and then there's some open tickets as well, and that's uh, going to has drawn a number of different uh, uh, drivers from different countries. We'll talk about that when we get back after this break. We are into our first uh, break in the action here. We come back. Let's talk about numbers. Let's have a look at the uh, the lineup in terms of the categories. Only five classes as part of this year's Race Rotax US Trophy Final. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. 
We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawls and Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network and our preview podcast, The Outlap, episode 61, for this coming weekend's Race Rotax U.S. Trophy Final. Rob Howden, Alongside David Cole, who will be trackside, both of us will be there working away throughout the weekend. Uh, David, from the get, we, we kind of mentioned the numbers and the growth, right? By the numbers for this year's uh, U.S. Trophy Final, 76 last year. And although that doesn't sound like it's a ton of drivers, that's among five categories, right? There was uh, three, uh, four, four of the five categories were over the 10 mark. One was over the 20 mark, 26 last year in senior max. Bump that up was essentially about a 33% growth, plus 30% growth to 103, every category above 10, one above 20, one above 20, and one above 30. The numbers look good right now. These are pre-registration numbers as well. Yeah, and there's going to be some entries still coming in, I think, over the next couple of days, and then track side as well, too. But yeah, you look at it, the average uh average entry total or entry for a category was 15. Last year, now it's bumped up to 25. So you're looking at a bump of, of 10 drivers per category. I know it's not what it actually equates to, but when you look at the average, I mean, that's that's a solid one. That's what you want to see uh, an average per class uh, being at a high number. And 25 is certainly uh, a good start to the uh, the 2020 or the 2023 uh, U.S. Trophy Final. 
Yeah, we talked to Justin Stefani and the Giacomellis about this last year, right? Like, what's your goal for next year? This was the baseline. Let's come in and, and we'll do this U.S. Trophy final. We'll start it. We'll get it in place. What do you want for next year? And I think we talked about, hey, let's see if we can let's break 100 next year. And they're at 103 right now, a couple of walk-ups, some late entries. There's going to be 110. The bottom line is this, David. Senior Max at 33. That's a massive field for Senior Max. You've got 29 in junior. One walk-up, and we're over 30 there as well. Um, micro goes from 8 to 12, so a 50% grows for the Micro Max. 12 drivers in Micro. 18 in Mini Max. The only category that actually dropped back was Ma- Masters Max. It was 12 down to 11, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of walk-ups there to, to make that a, a growth class as well. Otherwise, 33 drivers in Senior Max. That's That's just fantastic. Yeah, if we weren't calling and covering the action, we, <laughs> we, we, we could bump that up easily because, we could. Uh, yeah, it's it's again, the road tax program, uh, you know, I think there's two positives to to the growth of the numbers. I think it's J3 competition and race road tax. I think they have the reputation of providing a solid platform of not only racing, but uh, business side of things yeah, uh, in terms of the road tax brand, but yeah. also the road tax product itself. I think it's it's finally gotten to a point that it's that it's kind of uh, stabilized because when when the when the numbers went down uh, in 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 the uh, about what five ten five eight years ago, eight years ago um, yeah, you know there was there was a kind of it was it wasn't it wasn't stable it was a lot of changes being made uh, at the at the factory that were that were coming back down towards the racers and and the racers responded by not buying the product anymore That's so it. I think you're seeing. Uh, more confident in the in the product that they're producing, you know, we're seeing that across the board now. I think in a lot of the engines uh, and, and and manufacturers that are involved in karting, we're starting to make you know make sure keep keep the uh, the quality of the product at a higher standard uh, rather than at a lower standard because you know we're, we're investing a lot of everybody's investing a lot of money into the sport and they want the best of the best, uh, you know, powering them to victory each weekend. Yeah, I think the interesting thing for me is, uh, you know, we, we go back, you and I were there, you know, not, not as many people in the paddock, obviously, were there for the glory days of, of Rotax here in North America and, in, and specifically the U.S. Um, but you look at the fact that so many people, you know, the turnover in our sport is massive. We know that, right? People come in three, four years, they leave, many stay, but a lot of times you have turnover. So as J3 has been doing this work over the last couple of years, they've really been educating a new generation of carters, right? This new influx, this new wave of carters that have come into the sport, especially since COVID, uh, the, the, the shutdown, the lockdowns, and that everybody's new to it. So they're learning. More, more people are learning. The bigger the Rotax U.S. Trophy final gets, the more eyes are on it. Then people run more of the Trophy East and Trophy West. The more guys that run that, the more that come to the Trophy final. It's going to be, I think uh, – programs that feed off each other to continue to grow over the next couple of years. Yeah. And though, and there's people coming back to it too, as well. Very so true. I, I think that's, you know, the industry members, uh, you teams, know, they've yep. been, yeah, teams and, and, and engine service centers, they've been around it yeah. before they understand it. And so they like what they're seeing in terms of quality and performance. So Perfect. I think that's yeah. a positive. And, and the other positive is, is there's more than uh, two countries represented. I know last year we had a lot of Canadians come down, so we're going to see that all again this year. Uh, but I, I was told there's drivers from New Zealand and Taiwan that are going to be part of the event. So, again, uh, making this, the U.S. Yeah. Trophy Final an international event. And I think as we continue to kind of set a base for this event, this could be a great opportunity for European drivers who haven't gotten a ticket yet to try and come over and steal one of those open tickets. So we'll have Agreed. to kind of keep monitoring uh, that as the event uh, keeps going on into the future, if they're going to continue to provide open tickets for those um, that are are looking for one. Speaking of buy the numbers, David, let's uh, look at the tickets. What we have, there's 12 Rotax Max Grand Finals tickets up for grabs. Where are they available? Well, the only category with one loan ticket, and that's the Micro Max division. We talked with Justin Stefani of Race Rotax in our face-to-face show, and that's because they limit that category to only 36 tickets available. So just the one flight of drivers in that category. So it's kind of hard to double up or even triple up in that division. And so they want to give as many countries the opportunity possible to get a ticket in that category. So just one for Micro Max available in terms of uh, three for Mini Max. So that'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Two for Junior Max. The big one is Senior Max has four. And that's because two drivers will represent their country in the Senior Max division. 
while two tickets will be awarded towards the DD2 category, which is a category we used to run here in the United States, but it, they haven't had that that influx of drivers wanting to run the two-speed category. And we'll we'll talk more about the DD2 package um, on the weekend. We'll kind of, we'll kind of help int- reintroduce it to the karting uh, community. Uh, for those who have never seen it before. So uh, so that has four tickets in that category and then two for the Masters Max division. Indeed. And again, we said there's tickets, open tickets for drivers that didn't uh, participate in the U.S. Trophy East and West programs. And then there's tickets available for those drivers who are part of the program uh, <clears throat> throughout the entire year. And David mentioned the face-to-face show that we did with Justin Stefani. Uh, if you are listening to this broadcast and haven't seen that yet, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel and pick up the face-to-face and watch that interview that we have with Justin. It's a really good interview, a lot of great insight, and just better feel for what they're planning for, number number one, this event, but also for the future as well. Uh, let's jump into another break, Dave. When we get back, it's time to start to rolling out some previews here. Again, just five categories to preview in this next segment. We'll talk about a 33-cart field in Senior Max and the 11 drivers in Masters Max. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and a 28 millimeter mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. It all started in my parents' garage. That's the foundation for MPG Motorsports, which grew from a small home garage in Indiana into one of the top race teams and car shops in the industry. A true passion for motorsports runs deep in the DNA of MPG, which has developed strong connections within karting. Now based at the Whiteland Raceway Park in central Indiana, MPG Motorsports offers a wide range of opportunities through its race team while providing a full-service kart shop as an official dealer for the Kart Republic brand. The MPG Motorsports race team is led by ownership partner and karting champion Chase Jones and provides full trackside service and driver development. Be part of the MPG program at the USPKS, Stars Championship Series, and Route 66 Sprint Series events with arrive and drive opportunities available at those programs, as well as at the Whiteland Club races this season. A new 3,500 square foot shop is now open at the Whiteland Raceway Park in Whiteland, Indiana, and is the new home of MPG Motorsports. This new headquarters will provide local and regional racers with a full service race shop that provides a wide range of parts and supplies to racers, including the full chassis line of the Car Republic brand. For more, head to mpg-motorsports.com and follow us on social media. Let MPG Motorsports take your motorsports career in the direction of your choice. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507 
508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. And we are back, episode 61 of our Outlap Preview podcast, lining things up for this coming weekend's Race Rotax U.S. Trophy Final at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole will be there. Looking forward myself to be back on the mic with Henry Vaudette, the essentially uh, global voice of Rotax. Going to be uh, working with him once again. Had a fantastic uh, time in the booth our first time last year. Uh, David, Senior Max, let's have a look at this category right now. 33 entries in total. Oliver Hodgson, impressive in the win last year. Prizes available. I mentioned this in the by the numbers. First place uh, the open ticket, second, a reserve ticket, third, the open ticket for DD2, and fourth, the reserve ticket for DD2. So we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, but, David, let's talk a little bit about the, the drivers who are coming in here uh, who were the best in the East and the West. Yeah, yeah, the West program, we had Cooper Eau Claire, which was last year's U.S. Trophy Final Junior Max winner. Uh, he was able to prevail in the West program ahead of Macy Williams and Griffin Dowler. Uh, Aiden Lorenko, Lorenko? That's, uh, how that's you say it. what I would say, Lorenco. Lorenco. Yeah, All right, good. Got it right. <laughs> Congratulations, David. Uh, he was the top driver in the East Trophy program ahead of Yash Rempel and Ryan Rafa. Uh, so those were the top three in those programs. Right now, looking at the entry list, Rob, if you if you see it, the yellow drivers that are marked in the list I gave you, yeah. those are the drivers who are uh, reserve ticket drivers. So those are ones who are racing for uh, and senior max two reserve tickets. So there'll be one for the senior max division. That'll be the, whoever finishes the second or the, the highest of the reserve finishers. And then okay. whoever is next in the <clears throat> reserve finishers will be getting that DD two tickets. So, um, a lot of big names in this category, both in the reserved and in the open side of things. Yeah. We'll throw a couple in the reserved, um, Kai Broben Facino, uh, Jeremy Cooper, Chris Harrower, Race Liberanti. There's a big name for sure. Nick Mercer also involved. Carter Sheets, Ziming Wang. But man, I'll tell you, David, there are some uh, there are some literally heavy hitters coming into this 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 race this weekend, which really has, I think changed the complexion of the event quite a bit. Yeah, in, in the reserve, Race Liberante and Cooper Eau those two stand out. I mean, those are, those are, you know, standout drivers. You know, we talked about Eau Claire winning on the West program for sure. one here at junior max. So he's going to be one that'll be watched uh, along with Liberante and Griffin dollar, as we said, finished third in the West. Uh, he's, he's been a longtime road tax racer. Uh, so he might be able to steal one for team Canada coming down here and grabbing a ticket for that. Uh, but on the, yeah, on the open side of things, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty stacked field. You got, Let's, I mean, let's start out with the big name. I mean, it's, uh, it's, we were, we're kind of toying with this and Rotax, race Rotax did as well too, but to have Ryan Norberg coming back and racing, uh, under the Rotax brand, he, uh, was able to compete at the, uh, 20, was it 20? I'm, I'm looking at the list here, trying to find it. It that'll was be your, 2019. That'll be your list. 2019 <clears throat> was the last time he raced at the Rotax grand finals actually was leading until he got wrecked uh in in the main event there so um so it'd be great to see ryan norberg he was you know the first time we ever met him rob or probably the first time anybody saw him on the national stage was at the 2013 rotax grand finals that was held here in the usa there he was go. a he was an alternate starter <clears throat> wow. it was a tick open ticket 
that uh, became available. And because he lived here in Florida or there in Florida, which is very close to Nolan Motorsports Park, was given a uh, a remaining ticket to compete in the junior, junior Max division that year. So, again, to have Ryan Norberg there, I think, is a massive, but it's not like he's not going to be without major competition. No. First, off, first off, I would throw a driver who knows the Rotex program well, Aiden Fox, right? I think he's going to be super quick. Don't, how about th- you throw Dalton Haynes in the fight? Chase Jones comes in as well. I'm just going to throw some names out here. Frankie Mossman as well. Uh, Diego Ramos, no slouch <laughs> whatsoever. Um, dude, that, there, there's some heavy hitters in this category. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and you you add in last year's winner, Oliver Hodgson, returning. Mm -hmm. He's already got a ticket for the Rotax Grand Finals. He went up to Canada and was able to earn a ticket up there. Um, I, we still have to kind of understand the, the ranking systems and how all of this works. I know Justin kind of covered it in our face to face a little bit. I think the Canada one is a little bit higher, but I could be wrong. So we'll, again, as we get into the weekend, we'll kind of break those down. Now that I have the, the confirmed ticket holders, Indeed, uh, we'll do that. We have a uh, Timothy Pernard, uh, another Canadian coming down and racing. He's already got a ticket in hand along with Matthew Taskinen, uh, another Canadian with a yeah. ticket in hand. So, yeah. uh, so that'll be interesting how to kind of see how all of that unfolds because they could also come in and get uh, open tickets as well too, depending on the ranking of the event that they had have one for it now. That's it. There's so much up for grabs. Again, uh, just that we talked about just some great names to really kind of dice this thing up to the, the high level. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing your max. It's obviously going to be the, the primary show, but 33 drivers in total. Hopefully we'll get some more walk-ups and some late entries. I'd love to see that thing go up to 40, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Masters Max drivers, David, 11 in total. Danilo Romaljo was the winner last year. Uh, the prizes, of course, the tickets. Uh, first place with the open tickets. Second place with a reserve ticket. Third, a $1,000 voucher. And some big names winning on the East and the West. Billy Cleveland and Derek Wang, Chris Mann. West Coast top three, John Bonanno, Ray Bonacci, and Chris McGinley. Uh, top three drivers from the East. So there's still a lot of different layers to this. Uh, fill us in on Derek Wang a little bit. Uh, Derek Wang, another driver who went up to Canada, was able to grab a ticket. So he's already got one from the Canada finals. So he's got ticket in hand coming here to Newcastle. But he's one of, as you mentioned, those six drivers who were top three in the West and in the East, all six are going to be here in Newcastle. So that's a good positive. That helps build up the field a little bit. Uh, and then you add, add in uh, the runner-up from last year, Laurentiu Mardan. He's coming in to try and grab a ticket that he lost last year, Romalo. Yep. So that's going to be, you know, that's seven drivers right there alone uh, <laughs> that are going to be battling for for the uh, the two tickets that are going to be available this weekend in Masters Max. Well, just such a great, to, to me, it's just such a, a great look at some of the Masters drivers we have seen be superstars, right? Derek Wang obviously has represented the country many times at the grand finals. Chris Mann's become a, a driver. He's always up front. Billy Cleveland, the aging legend, uh, the veteran, 60, what, 65 years of age right now, maybe 66 now. I'm going to find out what his birthday is. I uh, believe it is. Let's see. What year is it to 2023? I thought it was seven, 67. Oh my, if he's 67, that's flipping amazing. <laughs> I just think that's so cool. Uh, but yeah, Masters Max is going to have a great, great run for sure. Not a lot of drivers, but I would expect just on well, some of the names we threw out there, what do you think, Dave? Five, six in the league group, maybe seven. If somebody can hang up, you know, step up a little bit. Otherwise, like Wang, Man, Panano, Mardan, Cleveland—that's that's a race. That's all I need. You know yeah. I mean? Well, well, you got Derek Wang, who is Captain America now, because this—he's been uh, to the Grand <laughs> Finals. I want to say eleven times before. Wow. Uh, Cleveland's been there before as well, along yeah. with John Bonanno. So those drivers have experience, and they want to go back. I know Cleveland. Talking to him at, earlier in the year at Challenge in Americas, this was what he was gunning for. He was oh, okay. trying to get a ticket to go to the Rotax Grand Finals one last time to to essentially call it quits and be, you know, this is the end. Wow. Uh, so I think that's his goal. But, you know, you got Christopher Mann, who's really improved throughout the last couple of years. Agreed. I think he's going to be fast. And then you got... Ray Benanch and Chris McGinley, both all three trying to go to their first Rotex Grand Finals. Yeah, pretty crazy, yes, as we said. All right, folks, after this break, we're back to another little short one. We get back uh, Junior Max, Mini Max, and Micro Max. Again, the previews are shorter when you've got five categories. That's one of the beauties of Rotex. It's a very focused program. Again, we get back Junior, Mini, and Micro. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement. It's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house 
at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Karts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Karts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high performance, long lasting kart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Hey there, my name is Dion Vomoltka, and I grew up karting and was fortunate enough to one day achieve my dream of becoming a professional race car driver. Looking back at my career, the most fun I had was in karting, but it was also one of the most challenging times in my career too. I often found myself craving expert guidance from someone who had been there before, that had done it and knew the right path forward, but it just wasn't available. And that's why I created Blaze Coaching. It's a platform designed to ensure every driver has the chance to learn from the best, from those who have faced the challenges and know what it takes to become a champion in our sport. Just imagine being coached by 2023 Indy 500 winner Joseph Newgarden, or Indy 500 front wheel qualifier Spencer Piggott, or how about Acura factory driver Ricky Taylor? They're all here as coaches on Blaze, ready to help you along your path. It's designed to meet you where you are. So no matter what your experience level is, where you race, what you race, or what your goals are, your Blaze coach is there to help. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Visit blaze.io backslash carding today. That's B-L-A-Y-Z-E dot I-O backslash carding. Welcome back to episode 61 of our preview podcast, The Outlap. Today, talking about this coming weekend's Race Rotex U.S. Trophy Final. Uh, David Cole uh, with me, Rob Howden, to uh, go through these categories. David, let's jump into Junior Max, another category which... Great growth for this year. Potential to hit 30. Cooper Eau Claire, uh, we talked about him being the winner last year. He's going to be a driver we're going to be watching in senior this year, so it's going to open up for a new winner for sure. Prizes, first place will get the open ticket. Second place gets the reserve ticket. Uh, and then third place with a $1,000 road tax voucher. Drivers coming in as the champions of the respective categories. Nix Eggleston was a champ in the West. Wesley Gundler in the East. Uh, Kyle Drysdale, Xander Malatesta, Antoine Lemieux, and Ben Hernandez, uh, all the drivers that were in the top three in both of their categories. This is going to be a stacked field, David, 11 drivers on the chance for the reserve list. Yeah, 11 drivers on the chance uh, to be able to get one of those reserve tickets available, but the open tickets are a lot of good names uh, that are going to be competing uh, on the weekend. You know, you look at the top already alphabetically Diego Ardiles who's yeah. won at Newcastle before and Turner Brown who's won at Newcastle before this right. year yeah. uh but I think it was both the same weekend at the uh the Supercards USA Summer Nationals so so those two are are among uh the top drivers you got uh Austin Olds who's coming off a Route 66 
uh, Sprint Series Championship this past weekend at uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, he's right there in Indiana, so he knows this racetrack really well. And then you got both Tovo brothers, uh, Ethan and Jackson, uh, both competing in the Junior Max division. So we'll see if, uh, if, if they'll be able to be in contention along with uh, a rising junior driver, Jackson Wolney. We've seen him. Yeah. Uh, land on the podium in a number of races in both X30 and KA competitions. So uh, those are those are some big names in the open side of things. Yeah, I would also talk about you know Nathan Dupuis. We've watched him kind of step things up nationally, running for Speed Concepts Racing. Ty Fisher's been a driver we've watched get a ton of lap time in as well. So those are kind of some of the drivers I think we're looking at. Uh, you mentioned Austin Olds with that, you know, the uh, uh, kind of, I wouldn't say home track, but he doesn't, you know, he's got a lot of laps around Newcastle Motorsports Park. The Tovos were there for the Supercarts USA Summer Nationals earlier this year, as was Dupuy, as was our Delays and Brown. So there's a number of drivers who have already been to Newcastle this year, David, in a major national event, right? So they're kind of ready to attack. Weather's going to be significantly different than it was back in July, but this, again, another stacked field, 29 in total in the Junior Max class. Yeah, and already one driver with a uh, Rotax Grand Finals ticket. So that Lucas do long champs. Uh, he job. was actually hold on. What? what? Well, the pronunciation, dude. That was good. Yeah, that was that one. I've I've heard before, that so I can solid. say it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Canadian was there last year and Mini Max finished uh, runner up to Gage Corn, so he's coming back to Newcastle already ticket in hand. So we'll see what he's able to do uh, on the weekend. So that's a, a name to watch as well. Speaking of Gage Corn, winner last year, as you said, in the Minimax category, uh, 18 entries in that class, including Gage. So he could be uh, uh, the first driver to potentially go back to back here. Uh, prizes again, first and second, both open tickets. More, more tickets up to grabs here in Mini. Both first and second could grab an open ticket. Third would be the reserve ticket driver. Mateo Quinto winning on the West over Gage Corn and Ryan Queen. On the East, it was Antoine Lemieux, Edward Kennedy, and Marco Samet. So again, Big drivers there, seven on the reserve list. Two winners from 2022, David, uh, are in the field. Yes, with uh, with Gage Corn and uh, and Marco there from the Minimax category last yeah. year. So uh, both went to the grand finals. I think Gage Corn's been there twice now. So last year it was Marco's first time there. So he's moved up to the mini category, and he's been pretty good um throughout the season and just came off i think a runner-up finish in ohio at the uspks event so starting to get more uh acclimated to the the little bit quicker mini side of uh cadet racing so uh but you gotta you gotta kind of look at at corn and quinto mm -hmm. um they've got a lot of experience in this category you know gage corn actually raced junior category all season long but because of the way the age situation is with rotax you look at the mini max age group uh, driver must have his or her 10th birthday during the year and must have his or her birth 14th birthday after the year of the event. So it's basically a 12, a 10 to 13 age group, which is different from what we'd typically see here in the U S. So Rotax a little bit different on their age groups, including micro, uh, it's eight to 12. So, uh, or eight to eight to 11, sorry, excuse me. Um, so that's, uh, that's kind of the difference that we see with the Rotax program and seeing drivers kind of kind of dip back into Minimax even after racing junior all season long. Another driver that's been doing the same thing, Isaac Malcutt. We've seen him racing in the junior side of things on the KA 100 side of, of the competition. He's coming back to race Minimax uh, this weekend in the in this uh, at the event. So um, Malcutt and Corn. Quinto, I think those are those are kind of three names that stand out for me uh, looking at this entry list. Another driver who was part of the action at the Rotex uh, Grands last year, uh, Grand Finals, was Fion Chi. I think he'll mm -hmm. bug me pretty Correct. quick. Yep. Uh, some drivers yep. we're used to seeing, you know, run up front, potentially in national level racing, Isaac Payne and Paxton Romero. Uh, they could be in the fight as well. Tyrone Kemper Jr., uh, Luke Kajanapatak as well. There's, uh, and there's drivers, again, David, not just, racers from, from national level racing, but those who have run all year and maybe all last year on the Rotax package, right? Just that intimate knowledge and understanding of running the package because it does have a different power band, different power delivery. It's a different package compared to what a lot of these drivers, a lot of the other drivers potentially run on a regular basis. Yeah. Kajanam Pak is, uh, was a micro driver last year for team USA. So yep. him and Samu, uh, are, are graduating up. And as you said, they've kind of been running the Rotax program all year long as they they've gotten their reserve spots. So, 
uh, yeah, that, that, that goes a long way as well, too, is understanding the engine package and how to drive it. Two of the drivers that won last year but moved up. We already talked about Gage Corn. We talked about, uh, rather not, yeah, Cooper Eau Claire, pardon me, moving from junior to senior. Marco Samut, uh, Samut, we're moving from micro up into mini. So we'll have a new winner in the 12 uh, entry, currently 12 entry micro max category. Again, we talked about the only one ticket available uh, to go to the grand finals with uh, just the one group of drivers over there. Second, we'll have a $1,000 voucher. Third, a $750 voucher from Rotax. Um, West Coast, uh, Gage Grant was the uh, top point getter in the West Coast program, the, the U.S. Trophy West. Troy Ferguson and Lucas Tarango rounding it at the top three. Enzo De Janeiro, Holden Myers, and George Zeminski were the top three drivers in the East. All those drivers get set ready to race here, but there's a couple of bigger names as well coming here in Micro as well. Uh, well, of those six drivers, only three are actually on oh, the list. Yeah, Tarango, right. Tarango. Uh, De Janeiro, and Holden Myers. So those are our three drivers that uh, that will be co uh, competing in this category. But yeah, a big name that stands out again, looking at the age side of things. We, we've talked about it before, how young Lucas Palacio is racing yeah. in the mi mini category for the last two seasons now. Uh, he's going to be actually in the micro division this weekend. So uh, that's, that's kind of a... Uh, you know, again, working the rules to your advantage and uh, the way the age format is, you know, we've seen that with Brent Cruz back in the day when uh, when Brent Cruz was was racing uh, in the Rotax competition. Actually, the Rotax Grand Finals winner back in 2018 in the Micro Max division. But he was actually the second driver to win for Team USA as Diego LaRock won it back in 2016. So, uh, you know, out of these 12 drivers, you know, you look at Palacio as being one of the favorites and, and could be one of the leaders uh, for Team USA, depending on how things go this weekend. Yeah, no doubt. I'd I wish I could. we saw all six of those drivers. I, I apologize for, for jumping in and saying all six would be here. Only three of the drivers who ran in the East and West Coast are officially entered at this point here. Maybe we'll get a couple extra ones. Uh, bottom line is, David, uh, 12 drivers in total in that Micromax category, which I think the bottom line, we mentioned it early, that's a 50% growth spurt as well. Eight drivers were in this category last year, 12 this year. That bodes well for not only micro, of course, but for many, right? In the next couple of, couple of years when these drivers graduate their way up. Exactly. Uh, and and another notable, as you look at Enzo De Janeiro, he's coming off a victory at United States Pro Kart Series in Ohio. So uh, he's one to watch. You look at Daniel Guerra, uh, the the son of Sarah Fisher, former IndyCar racer, making his her, his Rotax debut. Uh, with a, with a with a Road 66 championship, if I'm not mistaken, for Danny, no? I don't I'm, recall that one. I'm going to go Possibly. Look. Possibly. I'm not sure on that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but working with MPG Motorsports. So he's got Race Liberante there and Chase Jones uh, and the rest of the MPG crew working with him on that. Um, I'm looking at the other names. I think it was. Um, yeah, I don't I don't recall the, any of the other names. So. I was going to pull up last year's entry list to see if there's any returning drivers from, from the micro division. If we had that, um, I had said Danny O'Gara. I think he, I think he may have won at, 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 uh, at white like That's, that's okay. where I saw, I saw the graphic. That okay. the so Cam Becker was a, a fourth place finisher last year in micro division. Uh, and I think that's the only returning driver from last year. Oh, uh, Connor Lipka uh is returning along with tyson underwood so three drivers returning in the micro division so the rest are all brand new this year there you go i like it and we see that a lot in the micro categories right with new new drivers coming in so bottom line is we got ourselves a fantastic lineup again we talked about the fact that's uh close to to uh, to 50 growth uh great to see this 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 kind of stepping up and, and listen the bottom line david is we got two massive classes in junior and senior max the other cat categories all it's going to take is that lead group especially running at Newcastle. We're going to find ourselves with some really good racing throughout the entire weekend. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. Getting that again, there's something different about the Rotex smell. It's different. Yeah. I, it, it brings me back to the first grand nationals we, or grand finals we went to in 2006. That was a, a memorable uh, trip that included uh, two, two other stops on the way as well. It so uh, <laughs> it was right in the middle. That's right. Yep. But uh, yeah, very excited. And again, there's nothing but, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for this program really certainly is, you know, I think it's, it's on the upswing and again, new people into the sport are looking at it as, as a, as a, as another opportunity to get more seat time, more track time and, and have great prizes up for grabs 
uh, certainly at this event. And David, lots going on as well, right? We're not talking about just racing either. There's going to be, you know, the tire changing competition. They're going to unveil the, I believe they're unveiling the Team USA uh, race suits for the, for Correct. The, for the, yep. the, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. A lot of, a lot of uh, announcements coming up through the weekend yes. as well. Yeah, and Saturday will be some more announcements regarding 2024. They did already announce a schedule for the Trophy West Series program, yeah. which is going to include three events next year, I believe, yeah. a February, March, and April. So three events, two of them in Arizona with uh, Phoenix Kart Racing Association in February, and then I believe Tucson in the month of March. Uh, and again, as I said before, uh, live coverage on Cart Chaser throughout the weekend. If you're a subscriber, you'll get the main events on Sunday. Otherwise, feel free to tune in to the live audio at ecardinews.com slash live or ecardinews.com slash radio. We'll have that streaming on the uh, the ECAN Radio Network mobile app as well. Also, of course, you know David's going to be front and center all weekend long with all the uh, coverage that we'll have. Uh, of course, Paddock Insider will have the race reports throughout the day. Uh, follow all of our social media. We'll have the top tens as we always do. Hashtags are uh, hashtag EKN at Rotax, hashtag US Trophy Final, hashtag Rotax, and hashtag Race Rotax. And David, last but not least, we're going to bring in another one of our things, something we did a couple of years ago, bringing it back. Seems like a nice opportunity to do it. We're going to bring back our, our nightly debrief shows. It'll be me and Henry. You're going to produce those. It'll be he and I. For, you know, maybe it's an opportunity to talk for a half hour, 45 minutes. Maybe we'll get a couple of guests on. Just an opportunity to talk about what we saw on the racetrack. Kind of a good way to kind of wrap up everything that happened on the day. Yeah, we're going to do that certainly Friday and Saturday evenings, kind of just before they, they do the Mojo Tire Contest on Friday. And then before they do the big major announcements on Saturday. So... Again, yeah, just kind of we'll, we'll we'll try and chat with a couple of drivers. Certainly Friday will be kind of understanding, you know, how the day went, how the track's changing, yeah. et cetera. And then uh, more so Saturday on how the racing went and getting getting an idea of, of the competition level, uh, the way setups are moving and how people are setting up for what will be championship Sunday. Yeah, maybe maybe who's stepping to the forefront, right? Who who are we mm -hmm. chasing right now? I'm looking forward to that because all obviously all the heat races will be done. We'll still have pre-finals and finals to go on Sunday, but we'll have a good indication of who may be in position to grab one of these tickets to be part of their national team. Otherwise, that wraps things up, folks, for this edition of the Outlap. Again, we're just a couple of days away. It's Tuesday right now. Uh, as David and I record this uh, this podcast, he and I will both be traveling on Thursday uh, to be there. I may be there Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon, but otherwise David and I will be bright, there bright and early Friday morning to fire up and get things underway with three full days of coverage. Uh, we hope that you enjoy it. We hope you, you uh, tune in on what should be a really beautiful uh, mid-September weekend. We talked about the fact mid-70s temperature, sunny. David talked about potential light potential of rain on Sunday. We'll hope that goes away. Otherwise, it's going to be a fantastic weekend for the second running of the Race Rotex uh, U.S. Trophy Final. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the show. Of course, we'll be back next week with a full debrief, uh, you know, reporting and covering all the action from the weekend. And again, big thank you to Leading Edge Motorsports for being the presenting sponsor of today's podcast. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.